Hey, this is my best friend Carolyn. And this is my best friend David. We're a couple of vodka lovers. With a codependent relationship over a decade long. And this is Will Will and and Grace Grace and Vodka. Vodka. Cheers. Oh, hello. Hello, my angel. Look at your face. Welcome, everybody, to Will and Grace and White Wine. Will and Grace and White Wine today. Both of us. Yeah, That's cheers. so funny. Cheers. Clink. Clinks. We didn't even plan it. Clink. No, we didn't. What um, are you having? Well, I'm having... Why did I open this? Oh, I had a business meeting. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we, we we all had a glass of wine and talked about marketing strategy. <laughs> oh, delish. It was amazing. Good for you. Um, I love... I love them so much. And we, so I had opened, <laughs> I had opened this bottle and I was like, well, I don't want to waste it and I won't drink it if I don't drink it tonight. So here we are. Yeah. And I had some and wine last night to record a bonus episode with the woman I talked about last week, Jess, uh, Jessica Bloomkey Greif. She is so much fun. I have much editing to do because we just kept chatting and <laughs> chatting and it was such a great time. <laughs> Um, so well, I for one can't wait to hear it. Yeah, look out for that in a little bit, uh, listeners. It will be it will be a good fun chat. She recently just watched all of Grace Will and Grace again, and she's a podcaster in her own right, and she's cool and fun and funny, and it was a good time. Yay! Amazing, so cool. I can't wait. How are you, babe? Um, um, great, great. I'm starting to feel okay. This is we now have eight. Eight is our countdown. Eight and finite. I'm starting. I'm starting to feel it. I know. Me like, too. It really kind of hit me today. Weirdly, mm-hmm. um, for a lot of reasons. But like one, while I was watching the episode, for some reason, I got like wistful, and and I started thinking about when we started recording this. Yeah. Over four years ago, four and a half years ago. Um. And like where we both were in our lives then mm. and where I was geographically then. Yeah. Like, a block away you know, from me. Right. And like that was three apartments ago for me. Yeah. And like a, a lifetime of other life stuff ago. And so that and like and then also this episode kind of devastated me. I was devastated, David. Devastating. I had so many feelings about this episode. It was, it was like the biggest heartbreak I've felt for one of our characters. Yeah. Maybe ever. Also, like I said last week, I didn't know that was coming. I sort of like anticipated it a little bit because of the way the episode is set mm-hmm. up. But like when it actually happened, I was like, Fuck, that hurts. Yeah. Oh, I and ouch. it has that has a lot. I can't wait to talk about it because it has so much to do with Deborah's performance. Yes, and like how she's the best, amazing woman. <laughs> the best. Um, um, but yeah, this is actually one I I remember watching, and I've seen it. Do you more than this the one time? You know, like uh-huh. like we've talked about these last few episodes. Like, uh, yeah, this is definitely one where. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I felt feelings. Oof. Felt feelings. Hey, felt feelings. And before we dive into that, guys, as you heard just now, this is our last season. Uh, we only have eight episodes left. And if you have it in ya and you can, patreon.com slash Will and Grace and Vodka is where you can support us for these last couple months. And uh, we'd be ever so grateful. And we're going ever to- Ever so grateful. Ever so grateful. And we're bringing you some content- uh these last couple of months that we're really proud of mm-hmm. so 
um, yeah. Yeah. If you can. There's some really cool stuff coming your way, everybody. It's, you know, we've just had the best time. <laughs> just the best time. It's like, if nothing else, it's been like this fabulous exercise in like doing a project that means something to you. And then like the experience of getting to meet all of you through that has just been like the icing on the cake for me. And like, um, yeah, we're really proud of it. And um really excited to share some like fun extras with you over the coming months. So without giving too much away, where are we today? We are at episode 816 titled Grace Expectations, original air date March 16th, 2006. And oh my God, that title is devastating. I know. Directed by James Burroughs and written by Janice Hirsch. <laughs> okay. Hulu video summary. Nervous but optimistic. I'm going to cry. I know. Grace decides it is... Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. Oh, that's so sad. It's so sad. <laughs> Nervous but optimistic. Grace decides it is time to tell Leo that she is pregnant with his child. Mm. Um, I will read the first line of trivia. Then you want to take it away? Yes, I would love to. Okay, first line. Will says that he has never been to Vancouver. Eric McCormick was born and raised in Vancouver. Ha 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 So the second one is, it's it's fun. Uh, Will and James get muffins at a coffee house seen in many episodes of this series. That is the not Panera that we talk about all the time. Now, I have to tell you. Panera logo on the You cup. saw the Panera logo on the cup, yeah. right? Yes. What? 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 I'm very confused. I'm anyway, so confused. Sorry, go on. So, okay. The location at the time in the early 2000s, a brick building with a green awning over outdoor seating is on the southeast corner of Bleecker Street and McDougal Street in New York City's Greenwich Village, which is funny because they famously live on the Upper East Side, don't they? <laughs> uh, Upper East Side or Upper West Side? It's one of them. Uh, here, it is shown from Bleecker looking south at the side of the building. A quick eye will notice that the street sign upper right has been altered to read... C-K-E-E-B-L-R, Keebler. <laughs> Obviously an anagram <laughs> of Bleecker. Uh, the same coffee shop is shown from a different angle, looking southeast, facing the corner of the building. The street signs Bleecker and McDougal are both visible and were not changed in uh, Women and Children First from 2003. And then went to a garden potty. <laughs> went to a garden <laughs> potty. However, the exact same shot as the episode Keebler was used. Same view of the same side, same people sitting in the same positions outside, and the street sign above the one-way sign is completely missing, obviously, digitally removed. Okay, yeah, so, so it's a I lot. actually think we may be our, our titles as the world's foremost Will and Grace scholars are in contention here, because this is somebody who had the time. Yeah, they did. Um, okay, so the Wikia... Uh, first, last appearance of James. He and Grace get annulled at the end of the episode, and he presumably gets deported shortly thereafter. Uh, it's one of the two episodes I mean, written I by... I hope so. God. I... Right? Um, uh, one of the two episodes written by producer Janice Hirsch, the other being Forbidden Fruit, which we talked about. Oh, this is a fun one. Mm-hmm. Grace sings a line of Sheena Easton's 9 to 5, a.k.a. Morning Train, to Grace... Uh, Sean sings. Yeah, Jack. Jack sings uh, to Grace's tummy. Interestingly, in the next episode, Dolly Parton's 9 to 5 is, is played, and both songs were released in 1980. Interesting. I didn't yeah. know that. That's great. Uh, love. Okay. Sheena Easton's 9 to 5 is a fixture of this household. Oh. Did you know that? That is one of my favorite songs of all time. Of all time. It's amazing. I fucking love The saxophone, love that song. when it comes in at the beginning, the party starts, honey. 
I agree. Um, obviously, that will be on the playlist. Obviously. Um, and there is a person of color in this episode, and it's James, played by Tay Diggs. Um, Who turns great. out not a great guy. Not a super person, um, <laughs> but we'll get into that. Uh, okay, do we have anything else we need to cover before we get into it? I don't think so. Okay. Interior apartment. We pick up where we to be continued last week. Yes, we do. Uh, Grace standing in the doorway in her weird robe coat. Yeah, what's that um, about? Don't know. Don't know. Uh, don't know at all. But mm-hmm. um, she looks good in it. Yeah. Um, it's just an interesting choice. Um, Grace has just announced, if you recall, that she is pregnant. And um, Will stands up in the most extremely overflattering pajama pants ever I... to be seen on network television. Holy shit, man. Will in like, this episode. Oh my I tell you what. God. I mean, I'm talking about little Will, um, if I may. Uh, yeah. uh, like, it's right out there. Holy cow. Um, uh, why am I being like that? It's my podcast. You can see his dick. Um, I can say whatever I want. Like You can. You can fully see it. Yeah. It's like. It's nice. That's <laughs> nice. Um, anyway, so he stands up and he's like, wow, you're pregnant. I feel, I, and then he like stops himself and he's like, yeah. I feel whatever way you feel is how I also feel. He is completely supportive of her. He's like, whatever you're feeling, mm-hmm. great. <laughs> yep. Let's roll with that. Uh, um, Jack and Karen Grace both is think stunned. James is the father somehow. <laughs> right. And of course, it's Leo um, from when they slept together on the plane Mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. and karen makes a terrible joke that we won't repeat no i was gonna my heavens wow bad um jack asks to sing to grace's belly and that's where he sings morning train which i love <laughs> yeah. and then karen doesn't remember leo at all which is hysterical to me that got me good beautiful yeah it beautiful really work from karen in this episode and then uh, Grace says, I'm going to go take a nap. Might be out for a while. Wake me if you hear a baby crying. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that, very realistic reaction. That got me good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we are at the Not Panera. And right. someone is paying with a check up at the front. And there's a long line. And they're like seventh in line, James and Will. And uh, then Tay Diggs comes out with a baby to Will. And I'm not a baby person. I say mm-hmm. it on occasion, but usually I call my husband like buddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but when Tay Diggs said baby, I was like, I am on board. Yeah. That, yes, yeah. yes, good. I, yeah, yes, good. Yes, good. Yeah. Um, and so he's trying to get Will to calm down. And he's like, relax, I got this. Oh, my God. And what follows is that Tay Diggs walks to the front of the long line, spans the width of the whole cafe, and <laughs> says, hey, I'm so sorry to interrupt. I just need two coffees and a muffin, and we'll be on our way. And the woman who's paying now with change, because they don't accept checks, is like, I'm sorry. I'm in the middle of paying for my food. I and am also, like, I am I'm... here to tell you that no, Panera does not ex- did not accept checks. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Starbucks did. Interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if they still do, but I'm sure they when don't I worked now. there in 2008 or nine or whatever, 
Uh, they did. Anyway. Um, so the, uh, he's, he says, I'm so sorry, but, uh, my mother is dying. Jesus. And, um, I just, I gotta hurry back before she dies. And the woman's like, your mother's dying, so you need a muffin. And he's like, yeah, we're it was really the not, last we're, we're, I think we're run out of miracles. It was the last thing she asked him to do, and it just feels good to be useful, you know. Right. And so here's my thing mm. about this. If we're doing, you know, the what would you do, that horrible NBC sitcom or whatever, that's like mm. Boal's Theater of the Oppressed, but for network <laughs> television. Yes, yes. Um, yes. The, the way that I feel about this in principle I do not care. I do not care about this. Um, this, this. I think that it's abhorrent to lie about yeah. a loved one dying, but cutting a line with a lie objectively and out of context of the actual situation, I don't care at all. Here's the, uh, would I ever do it? No. And how would I feel if I were in that line? Pissed. Such rage. Such rage. <laughs> Such rage. That some dude um, just goes up to the counter and cuts everybody, cuts off the woman who's literally finishing her transaction and says, give me this. Fuck you, yeah. man. Fuck you. Right. Um, great. I'm glad we're on the same page here. So that happens. And Will's like, uh, okay. And so we move on. Uh, we go back to the apartment where Karen calls Grace Mile High Mom, which made me cackle. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, a good one. And Will brings them the muffins and tells them what happened at the coffee shop. And is he's like, is that okay? And then Karen lets it slip that that's how they did it during the Great Depression. <laughs> I mean, the 80s. The 80s. <laughs> and then Jack lets it slip that he slips into Will's house and takes all his coffee in the 80s. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, it's clearly bugging Will. He does not like it. It's a side he's never seen. But then he's like, but wait, no, I like that he's edgy because... Because I'm edgy, too. And this is where we see the full Panera logo on the cup turned to the camera. Full logo. What full is logo. happening? Because the rest of the coffee shop was not, uh, you know. Branded. Branded. Thank you. Maybe it's an episode by episode thing. Maybe it like Maybe. it costs a lot of money to brand with Panera. And in this episode, they're like, we'll spend the money. It's Tay's last episode or whatever. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe yeah. it's something like that. I really want to know that insider info. Me too. I'm very curious. So uh, Will's like, I'm I'm a little edgy myself. So Grace wakes up from her nap. She looks just great. perfect. She looks great. Um, and now she's wearing a white, a sheer white linen robe thing. Over um, some weird, yeah, it's her, right. her pajama choices are bizarre in this episode, right? Yeah. So she comes out. She's like, what did I miss? And they're like, Tuesday. And she's like, oh, no wonder. I'm so hungry. I missed seven meals. And um, Will says, yeah, because, well, you're also eating for two. And joke of the episode for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so good. She, it's it's a. I mean, like all three moments yes. of it are my joke are combined. My joke yes. of the episode. Um, she goes ah. She like shrieks. She's like, I forgot I was pregnant. Oh my god, I'm pregnant. And then somebody mentions James, and she shrieks again. She's like, Oh my god, and I'm married. <laughs> and then Karen walks over, and she's like, Yeah, and you look like this. And she pivots Grace towards the mirror, and she screams so loud. It's so funny. And Karen's like, I thought we could get three out of her. And I was, I just really appreciated this whole bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was, that was hysterical. Uh, <laughs> I, I I do love that. Yeah. 
Um, so, so Karen, then, so Grace, yeah, sorry, please go on. So Jax asks, <laughs> Jack. Jack asks Grace to give birth live on Jack Talk because his ratings are slipping. Um, and she says, get rid of him and we'll shoes him out. And then Grace is overwhelmed. She doesn't know what to do. What should she do first? And she claims that when she left the doctor, she called Leo, but he's out of the country for the moment um, with Doctors Without Borders. And Karen still doesn't know who Leo is. Uh, and Will's like, no, 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 no. We should track him down. It should be easy. Doctors Without Borders should know where he is. And then Karen, Karen tells Grace mm-hmm. that she'll be the baby daddy. You can lo- come live with me. Love it. I love so it. Sweet. And then she goes out yeah. to shop for the baby. Um, um, this, there's a little cocaine joke and it was very funny. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Will uh, goes to the kitchen and picks up the phone. He's going to call Leo to give Leo his cell phone so that anywhere that he is grace knows she can be reached um by leo and grace tells him don't 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 stop he is home i'm afraid to tell him i pushed him away so many times i don't know how he's gonna take this and and she also is calling him like you butt wipe (laughs) and then oh my god sorry (laughs) hormone surge (laughs) and then she calls him you pile Pile. Which is so funny. I don't know what it means, but it is definitely hysterical. It must be pile of shit, right? You pile. Yeah. But oh, it got me good. Got me it good. It was funny. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. I dig it. And then <laughs> Will says, Who are you giving birth to, Roseanne? <laughs> Which is a great line. And then she's like, The first thing I felt when I found out was happy. And Will says, yeah, don't you think Leo will be happy too? Mm. Uh, and then they both kind of, he says, I have James, you have Leo and the baby. And she it's says, It's a really quiet moment. Oh, yeah. it's so sweet. And could we really have it all? I mean, thus tele- te- uh, telegraphing the end yes. of this episode. And they're like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Why don't we call and brag to all of our friends and rub their faces in it? <laughs> so. So um, Karen, it's the next day or later that day. Karen's in the kitchen with Will and she says, boy, things are really working out for you and for Grace. And I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Poor little rich girl. <laughs> and he remembers her. He remembers her. He reminds her. Yeah, he remembers her that he remembers yeah, her that she has seven hundred and fifty million dollars <laughs> and a man who loves her, and mm-hmm. uh, and Grace comes out and she says, "Okay, going to tell Leo this is my outfit, saying I'm not trapping him." <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Jack meets her at the door. <laughs> He's so funny, and he me. says. I need you to swallow this tiny camera. And she's like, okay, great. I'm not doing that. But also if I were, this isn't a camera. This is the race car from a Monopoly set. <laughs> it's also for a segment on Jack Talk that's going to be called Let's Meet Us the Fetus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, David, I laughed and laughed. So we go into um, the B plot a bit when Jack comes in. Grace leaves to go see Leo and Jack comes in and he tells Will, Oh, the funniest thing just happened. Your boyfriend is hilarious. 
we left the gym. It's pouring rain. And there's a nurse with her cane waiting for a cab. And James shoves her out of the way. And, and he's laughing. And took the time. cab. Karen's yeah. laughing. And Will is just like, oh, God. Well, I'm yeah, going to leave. And, yeah, I'm going to leave and go have lunch with him. And you're all crazy. Like, yeah. Um, okay. We move to the restaurant. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Um, it I, is James's pink sweater. He's, yeah, he looks good. Pink. Looks very good in it. It's a nice, it's a nice color for him. But also that shade of pink mm-hmm. in the 2004 to 2006 range. Do you remember the, like, the shirts from those stores in the mall that our parents wouldn't let us shop at because they were too expensive that said like real men wear pink. And like, um, there was this, there was this cultural moment that happened with the color pink oh. on boys perish the thought. Um, and, and, and uh, it was that specific shade of pink. The only way I could possibly describe it is not yet chewed bubble tape. Like okay, yeah, that makes it, sense. It is like, but it's, it's not Pepto pink. It's not millennial pink. It's very specifically very pale. It's like, is that pink or is that a beige? It's I'm not sure, but it's just bold enough to be a pink. And it was like we're starting to dip our toe into the waters of this river that now is like boys wearing pearls on euphoria oh my like (laughs) is that a skirt on a man on my Ah. television um anyway uh that was my fashion moment i love it i love a man in pink me too oh i I just had something to say and i it's gone people uh mall mall stores that our parents wouldn't Mm. let us shop at they were too expensive. Yeah, that for me was Express, Gap, Abercrombie, basically all of them except for like the pennies. <laughs> yep. Same, same, same. Uh-huh. Big same. I had to, with my first like job money mm-hmm. that didn't go to the car that I had as a teenager, um, I had to set aside my own money if I wanted a shirt from American Eagle. And when I bought one, oh, did I feel like somebody. David, when I was a senior in high school, I was like, okay, everyone has the Abercrombie khaki because we had uniforms. And I begged my mother to take me to American Eagle at least and get me Mm -hmm. the American Eagle khaki. And I tell you what, David, I fucking loved those pants. Oh, yeah. They fit me perfectly. My ass looked great. Mm -hmm. And I would Mm -hmm. tuck in my white Oxford and put on my (laughs) fake docs. Yeah. And I went the hell to school. You went the hell to school. Ugh. These kids I got I got play. like a little hot my senior year. Mm. Like a little mm. bit. Yeah. A very little bit. Yeah. Because I didn't get truly hot until I was like 26. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now I'm here. So. Now you're super hot. <laughs> Thanks, Guess David. Not. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so back to the restaurant, we're sitting there and, uh, you know, what's happening at first? James is, James is telling the story of stealing the cab from the nurse with the cane 
and laughing his ass off. And Will is like, oh, God. Oh, no. This is you not might be a terrible good. human. You might be terrible. Yeah. Will is quite unhappy. And what he says is, you mean the obvious delightful, the obviously delightful tale of a wet, limping, underpaid healthcare worker who gets pushed out of the way by two healthy young men with umbrellas? Ah, uh, I loved that line so much, David. I love Will. I love Will. Sometimes he's an awful person, but I love him. Yeah, that's actually something Jess and I touch on uh, in in our chat last night. So I'm excited for you to hear oh, that. Fun. Oh um, my god, I can't wait! I can't wait. Uh, so James then says, yeah, my ex was bothered by my wicked sense of humor, too. And Will's like, OK, great. Let's change the subject. What about your ex? Turns mm-hmm. out James's ex was in a ski accident and was in the hospital for a year. But James peaced out after a week because who wants to deal with that? And Will's like, OK. <laughs> oh, wow. Bye. Um, so then we go back to the not Panera, but also it's a Panera. Oh, oh, oh. <sighs> Oh, David. This is a hard one. I was like clawing at my skin because number one, this entire scene, this is Leo and Grace. Grace is intending to tell him that he is the father of her child. And that she wants him back. And that she wants him back and that she's ready to have a family with him. And so these are the emotions we're coming in with. She's excited to see him there. And he walks in and David, the way, I mean, we have talked about how Leo and Grace have the best chemistry and when leo walks in and sees her and just the way that they just touch each other uh, they're already holding hands the way that their their eyes are meeting it's just Mm -hmm. so she sits down they're sitting they're talking and he's like and their hands their hands are all clasped together right yeah He's like, I think I know why. And she's like, oh, what? And um, he's like, uh, um, but like, how did you know? How did you know about what's her name? And Kate. this woman, Kate, thank you. And that I'm getting remarried. We don't waste any time. It's it's so it's brutal. Rip the bandaid like, off immediately. And like she, pl- uh, like oh. her face, she's like, yep, yeah, that was that was it. That's why I uh, wanted to talk to you. And it. It broke me. It. It. It was so devastating. Like, I don't think I've ever felt this much like actual emotion in an like in an empathetic or sympathetic actually way for her or for any of the characters on the show. Like, as I did in this one experience, this one scene, it, it really, it was so heartbreaking. It was very painful. How many of us have been there before, you know? Oh yeah. When I was 20, can I tell a story? Please tell a story. That's what we're here for. I mean, obviously I wasn't pregnant, but, and this guy and I hadn't been married, but he and I (laughs) had been flirting and flirting and flirting all semester. And it was just like passing looks in the hall. And like he worked for the school. I worked for the school. We were both like going mm-hmm. also taking classes and and everyone mm-hmm. now and then we'd have a little conversation here and there. And then we started having lunch together. And then he mm-hmm. asked me out 
uh, right before Thanksgiving break. And I spent the entirety of Thanksgiving break waiting for his phone call. And he never Mm. called. Mm. And we got back and he said, let's have lunch. And his name was Scott. I have no idea where he went. This was in 2002. Maybe one. No, it was 2001. Uh, Wow. Yeah. Um, And so we're sitting at the lunch table eating. And then he says... Oh, yeah. He wanted to take me to the new Harry Potter. <laughs> and then he never called. And he said, oh, yeah, me and my girlfriend went to the new Harry Potter. <gasps> and oh. so then I had to do exactly what Grace does, which is like, yeah, cool. Your girlfriend. It was awful. And I think that's mm-hmm. why I remember this scene so much. Yeah. But oh man, yeah. it is it is devastating, and Deborah is perfect, and I'm so impressed. And Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> it's it's a killer. So they say goodbye. She says congratulations, and he says goodbye, Grace, and she says goodbye, Leo, and they kiss. And they kiss go on their way on their on their mouths, mm-hmm. not yeah. in a sexy way, in just like a in an I love you. Yeah, way. yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah. and he or he I really... have love for you. Yes. Way. And he has, like, he clearly loves this Kate person. He's like, you're going to love her. And he seems really excited. And Grace sees that he's happy. And she just decides to let it go. <laughs> like, it's just, yes. oh, my God. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. And Deborah, mm-hmm. fuck. Fuck. Killing it. Killing just it. Incredible. Okay. Truly. So. Back to the apartment. <clears throat> oh, my note there is, oh my God, they just sizzle. They, they really, do. They really just, they fucking like, do. They sizzle and crackle at each other, and it's so good. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, Jack has brought, he's, he's, he's brought a state-of-the-art camera <laughs> and microphone. It's hidden inside this horse. Please tell me this got you. comes into frame. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> and he has a stuffed horsey with... Literally a camcorder and a boom mic ta- taped, taped to it. And then <laughs> he says to Karen, this is my joke of the episode. He says to Karen, you can't see it, can you? <laughs> and Karen looks at him and says, honey, I can't even see the horse. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ding 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 walks in. Okay. Will, like, it's the outfit he went to lunch in, but he's wearing, like, the leather jacket and the black button down and the, like, really Mm -hmm. dark khaki pants. And I just, Mm -hmm. you know me and casual Will. Mm -hmm. You know me and casual Will. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Mm. The pants are baggier than he normally goes for, but they They look They are, but he looks so good in this outfit, and I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So. Great. He he comes in raging against James who he never wants to see again because he's a yeah. terrible person maybe we'll maybe we maybe we do the maybe 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 we make more thoughtful choices well okay about the people that we force our friends to marry not force we didn't nobody forced anything but. in defense of will they really did have a connection yes. and if Grace hadn't married James, we would have been like, oh, what a silly thing that's happened and Will moves on. 
you know, but, right. and there was this whole added what there. So what could have been, but oh my gosh, I wonder if this was their intent the whole time. Like they had Tay mm. Diggs for a certain number of episodes and they had to find a way to get rid of him and surprise, he's a terrible person. Like, I wonder, yeah. I wonder what the motivation was to make him be bad. Like, I mean, I have to think that it's probably like at the end of all of this, Will puts all his eggs in the basket of okay, yeah, Grace mm-hmm. being like this. Um, sir, I mean, I do know one thing about the the actual ending that's coming, and that is that you know they don't end on good terms, right? Because that was the part that was like right, right, disappeared for the revi- for the um uh, uh revival, but the thing, uh, the thing that you and I have never seen. Right, exactly. Um, but, but I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting because I we know that there are only eight episodes left, and we know that. Whoa! Hmm. I just realized something. What? As of this episode, we have covered every single one of Will Truman's love interests. Oh my god! Yeah, that is for Will and Grace and Vodka. That's a wrap on Will's love life. <gasps> Oh my god! I gotta say, I don't think they ever got it right. No, Vince never. I think that it's we should have we should have worked on it with Vince. We should have married Vince. Vince is the only one that ever made sense to me. Yeah, I, I, you know, oh, I'm, I'm so with you now. You have convinced me. You have convinced me a hundred percent. We should have married Vince. We should have married Vince. Vince is the only one that ever made sense. He's the perfect foil. He's lovable. He's hot. Mm-hmm. He's the only one that ever made sense. Yeah, you're right. You are right, man. Um. Okay. All right. Uh. Wow. That's crazy. That's that's the first of many. Like this is the last X, Y, or Z. Yeah. That we're gonna see. It is. Wow. wow, wow, wow. Uh. So Grace comes in. And she tells them, and here I want to highlight how differently this would have gone two seasons ago, six seasons mm. ago. Mm. Like, Grace would have been like, no, yeah, I totally told him bye. And instead, she straight out tells them, he's getting married. I couldn't tell him after he just told me he's getting married. It didn't seem right. Wow. I thought the exact same thing. It was Character like, wow, she's growth. Being so brave. Character yeah. growth, David. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm so proud of her. She couldn't do it. And then she also says, but I will. I will tell him. It just wasn't the right time. Which is like, yeah. oh my God, the maturity. The bravery. The bravery to not just be like, yeah. oh, but here's the thing. I'm pregnant with your child and we should get back together. So you should dump your fiance. Like, Don't explode someone's life. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I mean, and she is going to explode his life a little bit. Eventually, yeah. Eventually. But, but like, knowing that that was not the moment is so mature. And also, like, in my mind, like, she's the one that's got a baby growing in her. Like, it's her business right now, you know? True. He does definitely deserve to know, but he doesn't doesn't get to have a say in what happens. No. No. Well, and that, honey... Is a different podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, thanks for retiring, Justice Breyer. <laughs> um, yes, finally. Um, so. Who paid off Brett Kavanaugh's uh, credit cards? That's what I want to know. Anyway, so ooh. it is the sweetest thing that happens next where Karen says, honey, so sweet. 
You do have a family. We are right here. I'm not talking about those Jews in Schenectady. Mm-hmm. We, it's I'm talking about us. And and Jack asks, very concerned, you know, uh, uh, what does he say? Don't remember. I don't either. She says, honey, you do have a family. And he says something supportive as well. And then he turns on the camera and says, this day one, devastation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, title of app, frankly. Day one, devastation. Devastation, truly. Um, so we have a little tag. Uh, Grace and Will sitting at the dining table and sign here, sign here, sign here. And with that, you are officially annulled from James. (laughs) And Grace hesitates a little bit and she's like, I don't know. I like, did we really, was it really that bad? And Will's like, she, he said, how are we going to lose the pregnant redhead? And she's like, "Never mind, bye. And that's the end of the episode. Yep. And assuming they then have James deported. (laughs) That's so funny. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> like at first I was like, okay, well, deportation is not a thing that I agree with, but how many exes would you love to send to another country by law? Well, none of them because they're all dead. So they are all dead. That is, yes, that's true. That's correct. Um, so sad that all anyway. exes die immediately. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's a wrap on James. Bye James. Um, you were bad. <laughs> I'm glad we, I'm glad we wrapped that up. Quickly. Me too. I'm glad it wasn't drawn out and painful and, and silly. I agree um, with but you. But also glad I... we got to look at uh, Tay Diggs for a few weeks. Yes. And he he really is great. I really like him. I just think he's he very, it. he's charismatic and gorgeous and funny. And I just think he did a great job. Good job, Tay Diggs. I know yeah. you care very much what we here at Will and Grace and Vodka think. And we enjoyed your presence very Rest much. Rest assured you. that we approve of you. Yes. <laughs> um, what is your takeaway, Carolyn? Woof. I don't even have one because I was just so sad. Like, I think what Grace did not telling him in that moment was so brave and so correct. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. not because because if she had said, oh, you're engaged while I'm pregnant, then it would have come off as petty and something other than what she wanted it to be. Yeah. So I think what she did was so brave. And and I think that just taking a step back before we do rash things about huge stuff in our life, I think it's very good to take a step back and, and really consider. And which I think Grace did here. You know, she had that beat where she was like, okay, I could tell him or I could not. And she didn't. And I think it was the right choice. And I am excited to see what happens next because I don't remember. I do remember this episode. Yeah. I don't remember what happens after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's great. Yeah, I you, love babe? that that moment of pause is mm-hmm. present for her because it's a really, really human response to mm-hmm. the crazy things that are happening in her life at this moment. Uh, my takeaway is, I don't know, I also really don't, haven't really thought of one in a super uh, concise kind of way. I think, though, that like the thoughts I am left with after this episode mm-hmm. are... I mean, obviously we've talked about the grace stuff and like how hard and sad it is when you go into something with an expectation and it turns out somebody has moved on from you. Um, But I think the real thing, like the thing I've thought about a lot in talking about it with you that I've found during this conversation is that like, 
I feel really connected to Will Truman as a character. Obviously, that's part of why we started this show. Mm -hmm. And I don't pretend to have an overly familiar relationship with the creators of this show or with Eric McCormick, the person who played this character. But I think that I'm feeling a kind of way about the life cycle of this character's love life being brought to a close as of this episode. I like, I feel kind of like in a way disappointed because Mm -hmm. I don't think they ever got it totally right. And the, and um, him ending up with what's his name at the end of the reboot, you know, was not satisfactory to me. Um, Love to everybody involved and no shade whatsoever. I just, that's how I feel. Like, um, I I just didn't like that character and I didn't think he was good enough for our will. And like, it's got me sort of wondering like, okay, well, how do we talk about our lives? How do we talk about the, the span of time that we spend inhabiting a human body and finding another human who we who we love and are attracted enough to to like you know rub up against for a few uh <laughs> like parts of that life you know and um it's challenging me to rethink how i process or assess i guess not process um life there's more to life than uh your romantic partners and the show has never been about either of their love lives the show is about their love for each other yep and i am feeling emotional now because like that is like you know it's just i'm really i'm really glad to be here with you talking about our show i love you i love you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you got me you dumb bitch nah sorry bitch <laughs> come on <laughs> I so yeah what a great fucking well that was really show. beautiful and if you liked what you heard tonight you can support us on patreon at patreon.com slash will and grace and vodka and thank you to Julie G Jennifer D and Nikki B for your continued patronage you beautiful beautiful people thank you uh, PJ Hanky, thanks for our theme music. Exesha uh, Gerritsen. Exesha Gerritsen. Sasha Gerritsen. Um, is it the wine queen. that's made us weepy? Is that what's happened? Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, Boy, you got me, David. Jesus. Sorry, girl. Um, anyway, you are. Stop it. Stop it. You are. Do the credits. Shut up. Points at uh, Will and Grace and Will and Grace Pod on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at certainly David. She's at care says so. Say goodnight, Gracie. Good night, Gracie.